I'm Hannah Croft. And I'm Ava Truckee, and this is Feed Me Your Stories. A show about food, pleasure, and community. Hosted by two best friends who don't have inside voices. And we're live. And we're live. Streaming live from Shamble Mountain. AKA my kitchen table. I don't know. How are you feeling? Are you feeling kind of Shamble Mountain? Um... No, because Shamble Mountain, I feel like, implies that there's, like, an explosion, and I feel like I'm more imploding right now. Oh. Yeah, so, like... You're, like, a a Shamble Monsoon? I feel like I'm, like, a, a volcano Ooh. that's, like, just bubbling. kind of bubbling. All right. Bubbling. Yeah. I'm a sci- I'm one of those science projects that has the baking soda in it already, but, like, so I can tell that someone's about to pour the vinegar... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do like a real hard segue. I thought about this last week and I meant to share it with you. This is a segue. It's food related. So just let me have it. And I'm just, just I'm, on with it. I'm curious if anybody else has any similar stories or wants to share, please, God, please let me know that I'm not alone. In science class, number one, I was a weird fucking kid. I know that that's... What? I know that that's really hard for all of you to believe, but I was a fucking weirdo. And so when all of these kids in, you know, fifth grade are doing these, like, elaborate science projects Uh and, like, you know, like, plates and fucking volcanoes and things, do you know what I... Do you know what I did? My invention? What was my invention? (laughs) Oh, man. I affixed a curling iron, okay, like a real teeny guy, uh-huh, little quarter inch guy. Yep. Uh-huh. To a spoon, okay. Like wrapped it with like wire, okay, so it could like you know conduct heat from one to the spoon to use it as an ice cream scoop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that's what I did. So like I have been- <laughs> Wait, so you like held the base, like the handle of the curling iron to scoop the ice cream. Yes, I did. That's exactly what I did. You know, um so two things. <laughs> two things. One, have you ever just like soaked your ice cream scoop in hot water? Apparently not in fifth grade. I have. Um, also, my parents have one of those ice cream scoops that had like the antifreeze in the handle. Oh, is it? Is it like heavy? Yeah, yeah. And you could shake it and yes. like hear the antifreeze in it. And I thought that was really fucking cool. Um, but did you know that you could affix a curling iron to your spoon? Well, I do now. Yeah. Wow. That. So uh, you're welcome. Did you win the science fair? Absolutely not. <laughs> remember the teachers being like <sighs> that was like a that was an a for effort and like fucking um you know and a, a question part- mark like a, like a participation ribbon mm-hmm. like before those were like an actual yeah. thing they were they did one of these they did a, a, shoulder, a, pat. a shoulder pat yep so anyways um i've basically been a, a culinary genius for as long as i can remember a culinary genius mm-hmm. i um all of you are welcome. So. I also a hard segue. We're doing really well this morning, in case anyone was also, wondering. All of you are welcome. Yeah. Welcome to to this. To this. Yeah. Um 
<laughs> you said culinary. I hate I it. hate. I hate it. I hate it. And you know who says culinary? I don't want to know. I'm going to judge them. Daddy Tucci. No. Yeah. Ugh. On his show. I still haven't seen it. Which is delightful. I still seen because it. also it's Daddy Tucci. Um, and as some of you may know, Stanley Tucci is the cure for depression. Literally. Or a cure for depression. Uh, one of um, them. But he says culinary. God damn it. I know. Does he say Italian? I don't think so. Oof. I I certainly hope not. I feel like I would have noticed if he said that. Now I need to watch that. It's delightful. I'm adding it to the roster. It's been on the roster, but it's I need to really watch it. It's really delightful. All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, tell me about something fantastic that you've eaten recently, yeah? Um, something fantastic that I've eaten recently. Um, I mean, we had a really fun dinner on Sunday. We really did. It was a great time. Man, queer dinner is so fun. Yeah. We had our end of summer big queer dinner with our little crew. Mm-hmm. Um, queer fam. And it was delightful. We had a crab boil and Ava laugh cried for like 20 minutes straight. And I'm so good at it. But I mean, the crab was, you know, great because it was crab. Um, but I honestly, I'm just like kind of still in my feelings about the third date crisp. Um, you know, I love an opportunity to get emotional about anything as we Who know. Knew? And, you know, I like, what a, what a full circle bee boop kind of a moment. Yeah. You know, to like, you know, that was the crisp that Liam made you. And then we're like all sharing it for like a big queer celebration mm-hmm. and the summer it's with our queer fam, my favorite friends, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was like, I don't know. It's just nice. It was soft. Yeah. It, it was, was like a really sweet yeah. evening. Um, it was so fun. And, and Tina's, uh, best friend that they've been best friends since fourth grade, which yeah. blows my fucking mind was in town. Um, and she just jumped right she in. She just fucking landed in it. Which like, I think something that I have always kind of felt self-conscious about in like friend groups who can be a bit much like like my best friends like buddy and Gemma and I are can be a lot yeah because we've known each other for so long yeah and when we're together it can sometimes feel like really insular because we're laughing about things that happened you know 20 years ago yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) um and I really admire the way that people just kind of say like well fuck it like you're gonna be my friends and we're just getting and just, get just in like here. like it's not it's not an exclusivity thing right it's not like oh no. it's not a we are not accepting or we're not open it's this like it can be intimidating yeah. to enter like a a group of people who are already integrated and already have those like inside jokes and, and she stuff. literally got in there there was like several stories that we had to provide like extra context and people were like what the fuck are you guys talking about but the way that she handled it and was just with like grace and like genuine like let me in here you know yeah. what I said like what what the fuck are you yeah. talking about like i want to i want to laugh too and not in a way that's like like a naggy little sister in a way that's like oh you people are fun and I like you and like I'm not going to let this like pre-existing dynamic deter me 
from like having a great time. Right. You know, like, I feel like that's a really easy thing to do sometimes. For sure. And I really love when people, I love when groups of friends make it easy for other people to just like get on in there. Cause like the weekend before when we went to the lake, like my best friend was here. Right. And like, she also integrated like seamlessly. Just get on in here. And it's just really fun. I think that's great. What's great about, and is a testament to our crew Mm -hmm. is that that's just like how all of us operate. I just like love seeing my friends become friends. Yeah. Like the way that you and Buddy just like have developed this friendship delights me to no end. The Buddy's a good egg. I know. You know? Yeah. She's the best. And like seeing... The way that, um, I think it's also just like really special and sweet to see how Chris gets Chris in there, just like yeah. so easily, like and so seamlessly. I feel like it could be, you know, it it could it can be intimidating, and instead it's just like fun and warm and welcoming and delightful. And I, I love also, it. it's like it gives me a perspective because of like, I mean, for a, a multitude of reasons partially because of how I was raised partially because I was like a bi-state kid Mm -hmm. partially because by the time I graduated high school I had attended something like 14 schools right school career I don't have that Mm -hmm. I don't even have high school friends you know what I'm saying and so being able to look out on like folks that have been friends for like 10 15 20 25 years Mm -hmm. is like has the capacity to make me be like Oh, you know, like I wish I had that, but I also think that it's like really fucking cool. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Anyways, okay, so we ate yeah. we ate queer dinner. We ate queer dinner. That was fantastic. And we, ate, we ate this this crisp that we haven't eaten since mine and Liam's third date. And it made me really happy to be like, oh, you made this for me on our third date where you famously served me raw chicken. <laughs> um, sorry, Liam. Love you. Sorry, Liam. Love you. <laughs> um, and now we're like making it again for all our friends as our wedding is like a year out. Just like what? I know. Um, I was thinking about that the other day. It's nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Think about how fast this past year. I know. It's like hard for me to wrap my brain I know. around. I know. It's going to be here. I'm uh huh. What yep. what have what what, what else, else have you eaten? Uh, what else have I eaten? Uh, anything remarkable? I mean, I'm having a brain fart. So, oh, you know what? Honestly, I went to a show on Monday at Red Rocks, mm. and I decided. So it was my best friend from grad school, and she had the tickets because she her now ex-boyfriend got her the tickets for her birthday she was like on sunday night she texted me and was like do you want to go see the national with me folk free and i said duh uh and it was i was like well if this was your you know birthday present from your crappy ex-boyfriend then i'm gonna make us a nice picnic oh cute and you know what i got i got mount tambry did you i did I treated myself. Less. I spent $19 on cheese because I... Because you deserve it. Because I, because we deserve it. Yeah. And it's so delicious. Yeah. And it tastes like home. Yeah. And we sat, you know, in the... Sat in the parking lot for a little bit. And we drank some some 
hard kombucha and we ate cheese and cornichons and really delicious marinated olives. I love cornichon, man. And had just like a really nice catch up little picnic vibe. Cute. And and there was really good cheese. So I've been on like Survivor Mountain, you know. I- I guess it has the capacity to feel like Shamble Mountain, but it's like I don't have the energy to make it shambles. You know Mm, what I'm saying? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So last week was still kind of, it was like two weeks in a row of like, what can we eat in bed for dinner? Totally. There was soups. There was soup again. There was, I mean... And then I, you know, got to the point where I was like, I desperately need to eat a home cooked meal. Um, And I'm kind of still in Mm -hmm. in that. And one of the things that we were talking about is just like kind of treading water, keeping your head above water and how hard that is for me, how hard that can be for you when we can't allocate the time and energy and spoons that we would like to, to Mm -hmm. being in the kitchen. Um. But even like the meals that I, you know, prepped and shopped for this week are like kind of, the kids are home. Mm-hmm. They're like semi high intense. One being the heirloom tomato risotto. Mm. Not intense, but like you need an extra set of hands to like. Yeah. Speaking of. To do a two-year-old thing. Yes. <clears throat> Before you leave today, there are some heirlooms on that bush outside that me, are ready to go. Let me just. So. Okay, heard it. Put those in your risotto. Um, that and then I, you know, I talked about wanting to do kind of like this creamed corn situation with like some peppers and. Like, like a spicy. shrimp and grits vibe, but uh, creamed corn. Creamed and, yeah. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it like is it rocket science? No, but like, but it's time consuming. It's a little time consuming, and so I'm I'm feeling still committed. But yesterday, and we'll kind of get to where some of this is landing at some point, maybe if all of us are lucky. Um, the babies are home, and I have desperately been needing a win in general. Mm-hmm. But really specifically in regards to a mom win, because the last week that the kids were home was just like really hard, really heavy. Everybody had a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was turning into like a monster shouty mom that I cannot stand being. It was like every single thing that I tried to do in earnest was like thwarted. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything right. Neither could the kids. It was not a vibe. And so last night, I did us all a favor and kept it hella easy, right? Because becoming a single parent and it's taken me two years to create softness in in this kind of a way for Mm -hmm. myself to like let some of that shit go. Like sometimes you want to do the more time consuming, more well thought out meals. And also like, let me tell you what's not fun is when you want to do that and you know that you're taking on too much and, and it's probably not a great idea, but you fucking push it anyways. And then dinner results in like tears and it's like burning on the stove because you knew it was too much. You know what I mean? And so like, there's a, there's a meeting yourself where you're at element. That's what we did yesterday. I was like, you know what? All of us have like desperately needed to just like reconnect and ground back in Mm -hmm. to like our cozy little space 
And so I made fried rice because I know that everybody loves it. It takes me 15 minutes. Um, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Fried rice is so underrated. If you're making fried rice, how it should be made. Fried rice is fire. I don't feel like it's a, like, like a phone it in kind of meal. You are, I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. I think. I feel like folks do not appreciate fried rice the way that it should be appreciated. There's literally like, I feel like that's an episode of Ugly Delicious. Yeah. When they, you know, talk about how people often view like Asian cuisine as like hangover food. Right. Or, you know, like the, or like stoner food. And because, you know, sure, like, you know, your orange chicken, That's whatever. That's what people associate. But that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, but really, you know, like there is nothing quite as comforting or like. Satisfying. And like hits flavorful. all the markers. Yeah. 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 Fried rice, man. Fried rice. And you can do so many variations of it, too. I really like making fried rice for breakfast with like a bunch love... of spring onion, a runny egg, yes. bacon. Yes. Like, fry the rice and get it real crispy in some of the bacon grease. Mm. Come on. Like, why would anybody deny themselves the pleasure of crispy rice? Why? That, like, that is really sad to me. Yeah. Like, the, my, we used to, when I lived in South America, weirdly enough, there's a relatively large Korean population in Paraguay okay and um there was this Korean restaurant that we would go to every time we were in the capital and oh my god like I still think about it like Do they serve it in like they, almost like in a the, mocha hefe yeah in like a clay yeah. pot vibe yes. and if you got the bibimbap like you could get it you crispy could, you could get it in the clay pot and it was like all crispy on the, on the bottom and it was so good yes and I just or like I think about the way that like Samin talks about Tadig. yeah which, which I, I want to learn to make yeah okay so we're adding it to the list maybe that's what I'm actually gonna rest but, for next queer dinner but yeah I just yeah crispy rice anyways so anyway like, it's good that's that's <laughs> what I that's what I ate so uh, yeah so you said, you know, you needed a day. You needed a win. I needed You a needed, win. like, softness and stillness. And... I needed it to work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Like, <laughs> there... You, you needed to let go enough that the expectations were low. Mm-hmm. You needed to keep it simple enough to, like, set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. And... You needed to like really meet your family where you were at. Yep. And you did that. Yep. Um, which is also something that kind of all of us did this week. Yep. Specifically with you. Ugh. We kind of benched you. I got benched from like my job, my life. <laughs> Everyone was like, I got, they put baby in the corner. We, well, we put baby in bed if we're being honest. In, yeah. Um, yeah. So what say more. What was so for context, you know, Ava wasn't feeling well last week. And so I said, screw this. You're going back to bed. I'm running the market on Saturday. Yep. And our other friends said, Absolutely not. You're not making an extra dish for queer dinner. Delegate. Um, which is not Ava's strong suit, in case anyone was wondering. <sighs> um, and 
and you did it. You put up a little bit of a fight. I did. But you did it. How did it feel to be benched? Well, being being benched is notoriously hard for me because I can't even bench myself, right? So if I'm getting benched, it's because somebody's benching me for sure. Well, if you're getting benched, it's because it's past the point where you should have benched yourself. Yeah. So... I think that like, while it was hard, you know, what, what this year in general has taught me and I can, and I continue to come back here and I'm sure that you remember me telling you this and I've talked about it several times, but the first time that I met with Cooper back in January, mm-hmm. um, Cooper is a local, uh, non-binary Jewish witch and it's also one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen is so I mean like my god like beautiful inside and out just like on every level on every level I want to listen to them talk all the time Mm -hmm. and I want to gaze into their beautiful eyes they are like such a treat but one of the things that they told me was like all I see for you this year is community like that's like Mm. I just see you like active in your community with your community in your community um and tell me that that they didn't just like nail it on the head yeah between like farmer's market you know the market that I own offbeat our queer community you know what I mean like yeah and I think this past week you really tapped into the part of community that is like you are very like it is a very natural role for you to take on to be the the caregiver and like the the rallier in community and you were really asked to take on a different role in community and be the one that got loved on and taken care of a little bit and like let the people come to you rather than you know roll out the red carpet for everybody and I think it's so it's I mean it still is right like it's still so hard even Anaya uh this morning was like you know, how, how's your body feeling? How's the pain? Is it, is it better? Is it worse? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. You know, like I really, especially now that the kids are home, it's like, it's not an option anyways. Like, even if it, if it, if it was the same or if it were, if it was worse, like I can't access that right now because yes, I know that I could maybe do a better job and Mm -hmm. like tapping into my body and, but that doesn't feel available you know what I mean but so I still don't love it I still don't like it but the fact that it's there the fact that I know that like not only am I physically being looked out for and Mm -hmm. comforted and cared for but like my fucking businesses Mm -hmm. and like and you were there and you know I'm like that's that's the kind of shit that sticks with me. It's not so much like, oh, I got to lay in bed. I don't love that, you know, but the fact that I know that like someone has my back, someone mm-hmm. has my partner's back, someone right. has my kid's back. That's the kind of shit that matters to me mm-hmm. and feels like so good and soft and safe and is not something that I am historically used to mm-hmm. on like a consistent kind of a basis. Totally. Um, or also without, um, like conditions, you know? Yeah. And so it feels, you know, that part feels fucking good to know that like, you know, 
when I'm like, uh, I think my body's broken, that the folks that I love the most are going to spring into action and be like, dope, what are we, what are we going to do about it? What, yeah. what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Instead of constantly feeling, I mean, cause this is like the hill that I was born and raised on was like, you bootstrap mm-hmm. and you figure your shit out yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, we've talked about this, the idea of like, trust being two sides of a coin right like we trust people to keep our like secrets safe and we also have to like the other side of that is trusting other people that they're like telling us the truth yeah and I feel like community is very similar in that one side of that is being in community and showing up and you know taking care of other people and and cultivating these spaces and I feel like that's the role that you fall into really naturally but the other side of that coin is being in community and and letting it be a space of care for you rather than you being the one giving that care. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I think what's triggering too is I don't know if you realized, but I literally got diagnosed with my hernia a year ago. That's right. Last week. Oh shit. So I'm like, dude, what is it about September? Also makes sense that you were feeling like crap. Cause like trauma anniversary, your body's like, well, we got real sick this time last year. So we're going to shut the fuck down. Well, and I, you know, like I had, my community did not look the way no. it looks today. No. And so, and even last year was like a very stark reminder of like, mm-hmm. bitch, you're alone. Mm. Bitch, you don't have anybody. Like you're gonna, you're gonna, cause I hadn't even let you necessarily, I mean, you knew, but I, I wasn't in a position to let you in, in that kind of a way. Yeah. I was still feeling. We like weren't there yet. Very closed off to not, not you personally, but, but just like, like in general as a whole. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you know, I've been thinking a lot about when I got, you know, I'll never forget my doc being like, um, well, we can't get you scheduled for surgery until the last day of December. And so just like in the meantime, make sure that you're not lifting any more than like 10 or 15 pounds. And And at the time I was like, okay, well, my son is like 20 pounds has literally just started walking within the last couple of months. Like that baby is still on my hip all the time right. I'm like that's not really an not really option. an option here buddy and I I mean and it wasn't yeah. you know and I and I experienced a lot of pain because it wasn't an option mm-hmm. you know and so to to wake up and be like holy shit my body's really mad and it still is I still don't know what's going on but I did go to the doctor everybody is welcome um, I I was ready to throw her up parade for going to the damn doctor truly Everybody was like, oh my I, God, she went. <laughs> I was on the phone with the UCLA marching band. I swear to God. <laughs> Anyways, I went to the doctor. We're still waiting. But, you know, how comforting it is. And still, you know, it's like still so hard for me to lean into that. But like, if they called me tomorrow and were like some, it's, it's crazy or it's terminal or like whatever oh my like, god I, that's not funny but and but also the point of that is is like somebody would like have my back you yeah know? and like I and I am I am aware of that now. yeah and it feels good and it feels good yeah yeah I think we like as people who are really community focused 
it's really easy for us to get like wrapped up in the pleasure of and like joy and like like I don't know it feels like a, a group hub yeah when like you're like kind of showing energy, up for your community right when you're like showing up for your community and you're taking care of your people and I I think that over the past couple of weeks both of us have kind of been asked to try to find pleasure in being the ones that our community takes care of yeah and that is that's like certainly a challenge yeah and it's a really nice reminder that that is something that we also need and deserve and and can access and like we need it and also like need to give ourselves permission to just sit in Yeah. yeah And I think that's the part that I still struggle with. You know, it's not the act of like, you know, somebody else making the dish that I was supposed to make. For me, it's like definitely the emotional piece of knowing that like it's safe. Yes. I'm not going to be punished. Right. Nobody's going to be like, oh, I mean, remember when like Ava said that she would make a thing and then she didn't. Well, and it's never going to be that like tit for tat. I did this thing. So now you need to do this. Right. Right. Like we're not, we're not keeping score. And I think that is like, that's what allows me to access pleasure in, in letting people care for me or my business or my kids. It's like the concept that this is like a safe, a safe space. Mm-hmm. That's what I find pleasurable. Yeah. It's nice. I don't, like not, being, I don't like being benched, but I, I do like knowing that my community loves me that much. Yeah. Yeah. We love you enough to, to be like, you're being a dumb bitch. Yeah. To yeah. tell you when to shut up and, and to sit down and to go to the damn doctor. I did. It was dumb. I know you did. It takes so much of my blood. Yeah. Well, gross. I didn't even barf. <sighs> Proud of you. Um, yeah. Dude. Burnout. What, what a week. And what a what a weird, what a weird burnout. We've been talking about this for years. Hello, COVID. Yeah. Like just burnout as a collective, as mm-hmm. a whole of everybody that, of everybody that we know. And I feel like we're all kind of taking turns of being like, mm. hey, it was like Liam. And then it was like Anaya and like the last six months mm-hmm. of his job and like, and now it's going to be you. And like, mm, we're here all, I am. like, we wake up and we're like, okay, I knew that this was kind of coming. You know, I've been feeling some kind of a way. Yeah. And then it's like, you just get trucked and you're like, actually. It's also, I think it's really tough. So I got, I got called out at work. Yeah. For like dropping the ball and some things. Yeah. And it like really kind of prompted me to sit and reflect. And I was like, Oh, I'm really burned out. That's why I'm not doing the thing. Right. Like that's why, that's why I'm really, really good at my job and literally everything else is falling by the wayside. Like can relate. I am. I can't, I can't pick up the phone. No, yeah, right? Like, I, mean, I can't. The allocation of spoons is like fucking a no win. The and, lane. like, and the second that I finish my work day, like, 
my brain just melts. It's, it's potato 30. Yeah. Like I am, and I'm not really doing anything about it. Like I kind of noticed that I was feeling a little bit complacent. Like I've been, you know, we're in this transition period. We're still getting our bearings around this new job, which I'm sure that I sound like a broken record, but whatever. Transitions take time, people. I mean, but they really do. Um, <laughs> they really do. Yeah, they really do. And it's, And to say more to that, you know, you and I as people, but definitely as a society too, and I magnify this times a thousand when I do a thing and I know that when you do a thing or things are happening, it's like, even if we think that we're attempting to be soft and like give ourselves some grace, it's like, okay, this thing happened and we're just gonna like move through it. We're just gonna like move through and we're just gonna be like done with it because it's, it's done. And now we're going to do the next thing. And I think for me, it's sometimes hard to see, like I need somebody else to point it out for me because, because the, the tunnel vision that I experience when I'm burned out is so severe that I can't even see that I'm burned out. I was just telling Anaya that like, you know, especially with some of the the personal stuff with like the kid's dad and whatnot, that stuff that I'm experiencing, it's leaving me like feeling hollow. You know what I mm. mean? It's like, I don't have, I don't feel creative. Mm. I don't feel like super stoked about things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that's how I know that I'm like, oh, that's that's emotional burnout oh yeah yeah. cool yeah when I'm you know I thrive on like all of my creative projects Mm -hmm. whether it's like doing the podcast or writing or like you know pouring into making things for the bakery or whatever so when I when I reach that part of Shamble Mountain of like none of that actually sounds creative or like yeah I'm like oh here we are yeah found it we found the burnout. Burnout mountain. Burnout mountain. Yeah. I feel like burnout's more of a pit. Oh, yeah. You're not on a mountain, I reckon. No. Because, no, like, that's, I think that's where, like, it also can be really overwhelming is, like, if I'm in the pit of burnout. How am I crawling back How out? am I crawling back out? At least to Shamble Mountain. And, like, <laughs> and, there's air there. <laughs> and, and, like. And that's where, again, we, I like have to remind myself like, okay, this is where I have to ask for support from my community and blah, blah, blah. Like we are all going to help hang art and build Ikea furniture in my new office in a couple weeks. Like we are all going to, you know, which is going to be another transition, a good one. Yes. But still it's cutting my commute by like a lot and I'm really and excited. I can throw a rock at and you office. can throw a rock in my office literally <laughs> um but yeah it's just this like season of burnout and I think what's like kind of getting to me right now is that I don't have a choice but to kind of like you got to be grin in and it. bear it yeah like right now every like it is so hard to find a therapist right now yeah it's insane like I can't even a psychiatrist it's like yeah. not a thing I was like thinking that I was going to stop taking new clients for the rest of the year. And I like can't in good conscience do it. Right. And like, then it's asking myself, okay, well, am I a good therapist? Am I, I can't, am I, and like, am I a good therapist? Am I like modeling being the type of, I don't know, uh, uh, like a, a, a community minded cow person. Right. Like, am I, am I a good therapist? If like, 
being a good therapist comes at the expense of every other aspect of my life. Well, baby, I mean, we all know that uh, doctors don't make good patients. Yeah, doctors make the worst patients. You know, they that's the same thing with the therapists. Um, so, so what? We'll talk more about that. When? Okay, so here's here's the thing that like I'm kind of sitting in is we know that one of the like surefire ways to come out of or like start healing from burnout is to like recenter pleasure. Yep. Right. We know that that's going to soften our nervous system. We know that that's going to bring like laughter and ease and all of these good things into our lives. Yep. So, and we're tired. Like literally though. Like physically, emotionally, I don't know, philosophically. A bitch needs sleep. Tired. My bones are tired. So what are we doing to, what are we doing to tap into pleasure? Like, how are we meeting ourselves where where we're at right now in this context of like burnout and, you know, being under the weather and all of this stuff? Like, what, what are, what are we going to do about to to make pleasure accessible to us within the context of being burnt out blobs. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I I want you to tell me because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell I, you what to do. <laughs> you are so good at being the mom. Um, so, I mean, I kind of told you this the other day of like what, you know, I, I also am going through like a big transitional kind of period in like a lot of ways like in my personal life in my in my professional life um and so I'm going to make a promise to myself to do a better job of like not not necessarily staying complacent and like being committed to staying in the burnout pit but like when the times come that someone's like hi, you're burnt out and I love you. I need to take this off of your plate. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to to try to do a better job of shutting the fuck up mm. and like letting, you know, whether it's my community or Anaya or, you know, like letting folks that love me be like, hey, I know that you want to make that three course dinner. I know that you want to make, you know, a, a specific thing for queer dinner, but also what about fried rice? I'm going to have like more fried rice kind of a vibes mm. for now. You know, I like that. I also, um, as the weather starts to change, I historically get real creative in the mm. fall. Mm-hmm. Fall is kind of like when I feel like reinvigorated to like specifically in regards to like reading and writing Mm -hmm. and so I want to like continue to access that Mm -hmm. however I possibly can I usually find myself in the kitchen more Mm -hmm. because it's cooler right it's like all of a sudden the kitchen feels accessible again and because it's not a thousand degrees yeah and it's and it and it becomes less of you know a chore Cause you're not sweating all over everything. Mm-hmm. So I really, and I also know that because the days are going to start getting shorter, that when I can, it's, it's time to get her big ass outside again. 
oh, when I can, yeah. you know, because it's been miserable because of how hot it is. Mm-hmm. Even the kids, you know, like we are a walk after dinner kind of a family. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. And but it just like hasn't been an option. Five fucking degrees yeah. at 5 p.m. And my kids have already played outside several no way. times during the day. No way. Both of them are like not super jazzed about it. No. So I want to be outside. I would like to focus on like getting some fall hikes in Mm -hmm. and also just like moving my body more Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to do. I like those ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's leaning on her community. She's going to move her body more. Yeah. And she's going to put some sunshine on her face while she still can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I'm like, even the idea of like admitting that I'm burned out and like doing things to care for that makes me feel so anxious. Oh, same. I'm like, like, as you're like saying these things, I'm just like noticing this like tension bubble up in my body. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Like this, all right. Well, we gotta do a thing. We gotta like do something about this. <laughs> and also, like, I think it's important to note the line. You know what I mean? Because again, there has to be some sort of merge of like allowing yourself to kind of like be where you're at, mm-hmm. but also like if you can help it to maybe not be complacent forever. Yeah, that's. I think that's like what is tough when you're already in when you're in it when you're in the pit yeah when you're right when you're in the pit you're like well like getting climbing out of here is so so daunting so fucking daunting and it really is it's like it's like starting anything I mean even and I fucking hate this reference but goddamn I mean it is it's like it's like the new year new me like I'm gonna go Mm. to the gym every you know but like Mm -hmm. gearing up for that and like knowing like okay I'm committing to this thing it's like, like it's pressure. Yeah. Like and I don't pressurize the yeah. fuck out of it. And so it's like, how can we merge the, I'm going to meet myself where I'm at. I'm going to be a fried rice kind of a mom, mm-hmm. but I'm also going to be like, I don't really love this version of me. And I'm going to let her kind of be there for a moment, but right. I'm also going to give her a couple B boot pushes, just like a, a nudge. Yeah. yeah. A nudge out of the pit. I'm going to throw her a rope. Yeah. The way that I like kind of, you know, I work with a lot of teachers somehow. Like, that's just kind of a, a group that has ended up in my office quite a bit. Which is cute and soft. Um, and I, also tragic. because Yeah, which I actually, like, really love. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it gets to a certain point in the school year where the question is not, all right, how do we fix this? It's, like, how do we make it suck 10% less? Yep. And I think that's like the, the grace that we have to kind of give ourselves right now is the expectation is not that we're going to fix this overnight. The expectation is not that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my burnout's going to be cured right. because I went to one spin class. Exactly. The expectation is that, or the hope rather, is that we can do a little something every day to make it suck 10% less. Mm-hmm. And I, I think like, yeah moving our bodies great way to do that yep um you know being in community is a great way to do that but being you know tapping into those creative things whether that's um you know doodling while you watch tv Mm -hmm. 
or writing or whatever. Last night I told you that like in between um, TikTok polls, Mm -hmm. right? Like after the kids go to bed, I don't let myself do this very often, but like sometimes I just need to let my brain fall out Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me. I can't really watch TV unless I'm watching TV with Anaya because Mm -hmm. I'm like forced to shut the fuck up and Mm -hmm. like focus Mm -hmm. on the TV. So on occasion, I will just like let myself fall into like TikTok holes. And then Uh, I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, you need to like come up out of it. And I will, I'm like, I'm going to force myself to read for 15 minutes Mm. before I can access TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I found that uh, this book that I'm reading, um, Our Lady of Perpetual Hunger is quite good. It's really good writing the storyline so far is really fantastic and even just the small amount I don't know I'm probably 50 pages in or something like that you know but I'm like oh yeah oh yeah you really do love reading what are you doing yeah yeah Yeah. I those like little those small moments of even just like 15 minutes yeah right I think we and you know I say we because I would like to think that I'm not alone in this. We underestimate how good it feels just to read for 15 minutes. For just sure. to like, or, you know. These, Especially if it's like really good something, you know. Totally. Not, not when you're like forcing yourself to read a document. But when you're totally. like, you know, I want to re- like access. This, like, like I want to really get great. sucked into a story. Yes. And I think we we underestimate that. And I think especially when we are in that pit of burnout, those smaller things we're quick to dismiss. Yeah. We're quick to be like, oh, well, like that's not actually going to help me. That's but not going to do TikTok? anything. But what about, what about making it suck 10% less? What about, minutes. yeah. What about reading for 15 minutes? How is that going to maybe like, what about going for like a 20 minute walk instead of a hike because your schedule won't Exactly. Allow yeah. I can't believe that you just said W-A-L-K and the dog is still asleep on the floor. Um, good job. Um, yeah, like, can we, can we lower our expectations enough that those little bits, those like that 15 minutes of reading that 20 minutes of strolling through the neighborhood, that those things feel pleasurable. And I, I have such a penchant for doing it all. And I have the capacity specifically in regards to like me and how I treat and talk to myself Mm -hmm. of being like very all or nothing, very black or white. Like you're either going to be a sad sack of shit and then you have to like have all of the answers right now. Mm -hmm. And so that's how we're going to meet ourselves is we're just going to make it suck a teeny tiny bit less. Yeah. And stay committed to that. We don't need all the answers right this minute. We don't, we don't need all the answers. We don't need all the solutions. We just need to give ourselves that like little bit of softness and like and to make these things accessible yeah because if you're like okay I'm gonna read this fucking book in 48 hours and again pressurize the fuck out of it yeah like not only are you not going to do that but then you're probably gonna kick your shit in for not doing it Uh uh-huh which is just going to perpetuate the pit of burnout so I say this like I don't have shrimp sitting in the refrigerator. Like I had this whole semi-involved meal that I have to do after like a doctor's appointment for my kid and like trying to figure out how to get Maddox from daycare and blah. So 
I am going to like see how the day goes. Mm-hmm. And maybe that shrimp needs to get put in the freezer. Maybe that shrimp needs to be in the freezer. Maybe we need to like make shrimp cocktail instead. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we need to just do less and find pleasure in doing less fine and also we all need to charge our vibrators somebody speaking of pleasure somebody needs to somebody needs to pay us to say that you know who's gonna sponsor us um yeah if you are a <laughs> if you're the owner of a vibrator company if you're a <laughs> body safe queer affirming um sex toy company who's listening to this um we will we'll, we'll test, tell people to we'll charge, test your products and we'll tell people to charge your vibrators all day long totally well on um, that note all right well we're gonna go let some shit go and be nice to ourselves and we hope that you do the same do the same and if you are enjoying this in any capacity any capacity capacity, you should totally tell us you should tell us you should rate us specifically on itunes i hate to like do that but since it's the big one if you could just do it on itunes first do it other places but do it on itunes what she said um you know subscribe to the podcast so the algorithm pushes it to more people tell your mom tell your mom about it Maybe you don't tell my mom about it because she always gets weird when she hears me talking about vibrators. Come on, Joan. Um, which is funny because, like, I literally do that for a living. Um, <laughs> but cook something nice for yourself. Cook something nice. Let or, it be fried rice. Or you know what? Let someone else cook something nice Ooh. for you. Right. I love like, that. Let it be a milkshake day. <sighs> we'll talk about milkshake We're, days. Stay so, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for a whole episode for a whole on, episode on milkshake, milkshake days. Day. And again, if you think you. want to talk about food and pleasure and get in on this absolute chaos that is Feed Me Your Stories, send us an email. You know where to find us. Be a guest on our podcast. It's feedmeyourstories at gmail.com. We want to hang out. We do. Um, Like we said at the top of our podcast, we can totally be overwhelming, but we love... But we love you. We love you. And we love having new folks just like get in on the joke with us yeah so get, get on, on the joke here. okay till next right. time stay out of trouble make good choices bye. drink water okay love you bye